0: is is a different animal. So now uh, barring bar catastroph barring catastrophic events, the 49ers are winning it all. Yeah. But that I wanted to make that clear before I said what I said, but 49ers is a different animal. But at the same time, uh when you got somebody with the type of speed that they have on the edge uh, you know rushing the passer the worst thing you can do is try to run away from them because they're gonna utilize their best trait and they're gonna get they're gonna get after you I learned this as a bucks fan because we were an undersized defensive line had all kinds of speed but the way teams beat us was uh running right at us like line up Punchy in the mouth. And that's how you beat – that's how San Francisco beat Micah Parsons. Yeah, they ran ran right right at him. him. They ran right at him because uh, I'm not saying he's not strong. Obviously, he's a dominating defensive defensive pass rusher. He's strong. But at the same time, when you're that quick, you're that fast, your asset is speed, quickness. So when they run right at you, what are you going to do? To avoid being blocked, you're going to try to use your speed and your quickness to get around those blocks. And while you're doing that, you're you're just running right out of the hole. They're running right at you. They're running right at you every single time. And San Francisco challenged Dallas. They said, hey, we know you got good edge rushers, but guess what? We're running right at you. And they did it all night long. And Dallas didn't have an answer uh they made it look pretty easy actually 49ers and they didn't they didn't have an answer for George Kittle either no and, and I'm gonna say this about Kittle three years ago four three four years ago Kittle was probably the best tight end in football number you know uh his numbers he was catching. You know, a lot of passes. He's got the speed and the quicks. Uh, but the, the one thing I like about Kittle is he's going to do whatever he's asked. He don't care about his numbers. Kittle is still a top three tight end. I would oh, I would almost, and, and this is me, this is my opinion, I would take Kittle over Kelsey. Why? Because – and Kelsey's good. He's good in the run blocking. He's not better than Kittle in the run blocking. He's not better than Kittle in the run blocking. He's good. But Kittle is more like Gronk in the running game. That's It's like having another lineman on the field. And that allows for San Francisco to do what they do. Now, as a pass catcher, Kittle's just as good as Kelsey but he's not featured like Kansas City features Kelsey in their offense. He could probably I – think, I think Kittle is a better route runner than Kelsey. Yes, he is. He, yes, yes. I don't know about his hands. I don't know about his hands so much, but I think he's a way – I think he's a much better route runner than Kelsey, which allows him to be open more in the pass game and, you know, be featured there, but – I totally agree with you when it comes to the run game. That man is a beast. I was watching him. I was watching him uh, last week block the edge, and uh, it was he was manhandling people. And he caught three touchdowns last week. Uh, the dude is a straight baller. I, I've always liked Kittle, and. The way San Francisco has re, re, you know, changed their offense since, uh, you know, getting what's the what's the coach name they got, Mike, jeez, Shanahan, Shanahan, Shanahan. since Shanahan Kyle, is, Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, since he's come along, uh, in San Francisco, uh, he doesn't really feature the tight end in the passing game like that. But um, Kittle's still dominant, man. He's still – what he does for that for that team, he's still dominant. And, uh, you know, it won't show in his stats. And – but I still think he's uh, – I, I still say he's a top three tight end. I'll take him over – I'll take him over everybody pretty much. I just like it. I just like hey, his toughness. Work. I just like his toughness, and and pretty pretty good. So um, at this point, he's eleven and zero. He's eleven and zero. And for as much as people talk about this man not having a strong arm, I'm just I'm I'm gonna put this on record. He's probably one of the most daily, daily accurate quarterbacks in the NFL. His ball placement, his anticipation on his throws. He's done it now for eleven games. There's we we have to start looking at Purdy as uh, you know, an elite passer. It's plenty of sample size. Yeah. So San Francisco's at, at a new at a whole different level than the rest of the league. they through five games, Uh, usually early in the season, teams start off slow. I don't know what they're doing in training camp because I don't follow the 49ers at all, but they're doing something different than everybody else because they came out week one like the season never ended. And they just been mowing over everybody. In the, in the defensive side of the ball uh Fred Warner you everybody talk about Parsons no Fred Warner is is the number one defensive player in the league I don't give a crap what anybody says that dude is is he's an animal he's an animal it can run sideline to sideline he can run step for step uh he reminds me of you know uh Derek Brooks type of linebacker but the dude is he's a middle linebacker Ray Lewis uh that's Patrick Patrick Willis I mean you know Bowman go down the list all the great linebackers uh he has those he has those attributes and he's the anchor, you know, of that defense. But, man, that Joker, I've been saying it for a couple of years. I've liked the way he played, and I thought he was the best linebacker in the league. But uh, the way that defense, no. I Like you said, Boss Hogg, barring any injuries, they're – You know, they're top. They should win the Super Bowl. If they don't, I I would be surprised. I would be surprised because they're the most complete team in the league. So, we have. couple more games uh last week I want to go into and uh I think boss hog boss hog had to peel out oh, maybe he's gonna call back but I think he had to go um oh man we got some breaking news here uh, I'll get into this with uh in a little bit. This involves Miles Bridges. This is the NBA, but I'll get into this in a little bit. But I want to get into a, a couple more games from last week before we move on to week six. Um. Jacksonville shocked shocked a lot of people uh by beating Buffalo uh 25 to 20. That was the uh the the crowd across, across the water bridge. I think they were in London. But remember uh I picked Jacksonville to win the AFC South. Uh Jacksonville were was in the uh, AFC Championship, were they? I think so. Uh, last season, they're a good team. They started off slow since then, they've picked it up a little bit. They're three and two. Um, they seem to got things going the last two weeks. Uh, big win over Atlanta. Uh, Bills, a top team, they won that game 25 20. They had a coach. Uh, This week, that'll be a tough matchup. Uh, But if they can win this week, they have the Saints and the Steelers. I'll get into the Steelers in a little bit. But uh, those are close. You know, these Saints game won't be easy. But they have the Steelers and the 49ers um, after that. But they have a buy-in between the 49ers game. So it'd be it'd be nice to see the uh what the 49ers how they will challenge the 49ers. They're they they are the standard, you know, around the league. So we'll see how Jacksonville does, but that that game there uh Jacksonville looks like they're getting things going in the right direction. Um you know Detroit Carolina happened about the way we thought and Bucks have you know Detroit here coming up uh this Sunday Indianapolis continues to surprise uh everybody I think they're 3 and 2 uh first place in the south and their starting quarterback is I wanna say he's out. Four to eight weeks he's out. Uh Richardson. Uh let's see what type of uh injury this is. Shoulder. And listen, Richardson uh probably shouldn't have been uh the number one quarterback drafted. Um His physical tools got him to that point. As a passer, he probably wasn't ready to be drafted where he was, but he is. But uh, he's learned real quick and early in his career, um, you can't run like that in the NFL and take big hits. Yeah, you're a big guy and everything, but... These linemen are bigger, and they're faster. And they're going to hit you harder than you got hit at the college level. We're dealing with grown men now. Real grown men. And uh, he's out at least four games. So, um, at the end of the day, they go to Gardner Minshew. And luckily for Indianapolis, they made a good decision in bringing in a experienced quarterback like Gardner Mitchell, who has had, you know, some NFL success as the uh, quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars a few years ago. And um, I actually think even though you know Richardson's a rookie and, and you know he's doing whatever he doing you know doing his thing. Um what I what I feel like is they're better with Gardner Minshew because Gardner Minshew is a better passer of the football than uh, Richardson is. So while Richardson, you know, he's going to rely on his athleticism, and when he doesn't see anything, he's going to just take off and run. Well, Minshew is not going to rely on just his running ability, but he's also going to be, you know, an accurate passer, and uh, he's played a total of 37 games, and his numbers are pretty good. I, At some point, I believe Minshew probably will earn himself another shot at being a starting quarterback in his league. So, um, obviously, Jacksonville Jaguars went after Trevor Lawrence, and uh, that's why Gardner Minshew was no longer the quarterback in Jacksonville. But in 2019, Gardner Minshew rookie season, he threw for 3,200 yards, completed 60%, had 21 touchdowns, six interceptions. Uh, The next year, he started nine games, 66%. uh, 225, I mean, not 200, 2,000. Two hundred and fifty nine yards passing, sixteen touchdowns, five. So uh what that is showing you is Minshew takes care of the ball. So uh last season, uh two at uh, twenty-one in Philadelphia, he played four games, uh, four touchdowns, one interception, sixty eight percent completion. Uh last season in Philadelphia again. Started five, well, played five games. I don't know how I many he started, but he played five games. Uh, three touchdowns, three interceptions. And in this season, he's played five games, and he's two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, 68% completion percentage. So... Uh, Gardner Minshew has been a very serviceable quarterback, you know, throughout the years. And somebody that you can win with. Um, so I think the Colts are actually in a better position. And then with you getting back Jonathan Taylor, uh, that's just going to add to the passing game because now you got to bring that person down in the box to, you know, take care of Jonathan Taylor. And uh, Jonathan Taylor has reset the market for the running backs and got the first multi-year deal for a running back in, I want to say, like, three, four, five years. Like, a big-time contract. Because... In in today's league, they're trying to devalue the running back. And, uh, you know, Taylor helped out due due to those reasons. And uh, the coach realized we need this guy. So forget what the market says. We have to pay what we think he's worth. And they're doing that. So Jonathan Taylor coming back, uh, you know, Indianapolis is probably going to be – uh, very competitive team here uh with gotten mission. so um Miami last week uh over the Giants 31-16 uh you know New Orleans over New England 34-nothing I think the Colts are in trouble and Matt Jones I don't think he's the guy uh but they don't they also don't have anybody else so it's like you know what? Are, what are we gonna do, um, Pittsburgh? Uh, what can you say about the Steelers, man? They just find ways. They continue to find ways to win football games when you know they're the, they're the underdogs, they're undermanned. You know, injuries, whatever it may be. Uh, they just find a way. To, to get it done. And that's why the Pittsburgh Steelers, to me, as long as Mike Tomlin is the man in charge over there, um, I feel like they're always going to have a chance. And they're always going to compete and be competitive because they taking the mentality of their head coach. And Tomlin is one of those old school tough, those head coaches where the team has taken his personality, and is and the same thing, you know, with the Detroit Lions, they've taken the personality of their head coach. Um, so we'll see this week: Pittsburgh, uh, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh. That should be a good game. So I'll try to, you know, keep up with that one as well. Uh, Philadelphia beat the Rams 23-14 uh Cincinnati over Arizona uh big game for Jamar Chase 192 yards receiving uh New York at Denver uh New York got you know got the win 31-21 over Denver and Zach Wilson has uh continued to you know, build upon uh, where it was, you know, already at beforehand. So, Kansas City, Minnesota, uh, that game was close and competitive. Well, Kansas City pulls it out at the end, and you know everything's, you know, all good uh, there with uh, Kansas City, and then. You got the Monday night matchup, which was uh, Green Bay uh, losing to Las Vegas. And I actually took Green Bay. Um, I just thought they would be more organized at this point, but they're not. So, whatever. And that was it for last week. Um this week we got some matchups here so uh, tomorrow night Denver at Kansas City uh, Sunday you have uh, Baltimore Tennessee uh, Washington at Atlanta uh, Minnesota at Chicago Seattle at Cincinnati these are all one o'clock games of uh, Sunday uh, San Francisco Cleveland Carolina, Miami, New Orleans, uh, Houston, New England, Las Vegas, Arizona, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Tampa, I mean, not Philadelphia, uh, Tem- Philadelphia, New York at New York, and then Detroit at Tampa Bay. And uh, last game, New York at Buffalo. And then you got Dallas at Los Angeles. So uh, those are the four o'clock games. Uh, You know, a couple good games on the schedule. Yeah, a couple, you know, really good uh, competitive schedule here, so uh, that's always a good thing. Yep. So, uh, what are we at, 1049? What we're going to do here uh, real quick is uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then we'll come back on the other side and we could continue this conversation here live, Rat Pack Sports Show. Uh, We'll be back after this. All right, all right. Rat Pack Sports Show. We are back. We are live. Rat Pack Radio WRPR streaming online, ratpacksports.com, the Rat Pack Radio WRPR app. And also, if you're an iPhone user, you should be listening on the TuneIn app because the Rat Pack Radio WRPR app is not available on The uh, Apple Market. So uh, you can download the TuneIn app. You can find us, Rat Pack Radio WRPR. And uh, you can listen to us that way. If you're on the browser, you can always check us out on the uh, TuneIn app. I mean, not TuneIn app, but uh, online, ratpacksports.com. We'll be going through uh, the site, uh, updating the site with some new content, some, uh, you know, backlinks to uh, Boss Hall Sean Naylor's uh, webpage that he has going on, and, uh, you know, we'll be doing short video vlogs pretty much on Facebook uh, and uh, YouTube as well, and just doing a lot of different things, just... Uh, you know, letting the calm, things come down here a little bit, you know, with uh, everything that's going on, and we'll be starting that up uh, pretty soon here. Uh, just getting more interactive with the listeners and being, you know, more engaged, you know, through uh, social media and everything of that nature. So, uh, again, uh. We're almost at the end here. we got about, you know, 10 more minutes of the show. Um, but what I wanted to do is get into the uh, week six matchups and also uh, get into fantasy uh, football as well. And, uh, again, we will also be posting the fantasy football stuff from Boss Hog on the website. He's doing it a little bit different this year. So, um you know, you'll see that when you you know read his articles, but uh for week 6 uh matchups and I'll give you my my picks for wins and losses and things like that as well. So, uh tomorrow night we already know it's a win for Kansas City. Uh, Denver at Kansas City. I probably won't even watch that game because uh, it'll it'll be a blowout early. Uh, Denver's a dumpster fire, by the way. I don't know what's going on uh, since Sean Payton is taking over, but uh, that team is laying down. They're laying down. Uh, Baltimore, Tennessee uh oh another London London game oh and and also last week what I didn't realize was the Jaguars played two back-to-back games overseas so one of them was probably a home game and then the other game was a visiting they were a the visiting team but they stayed in uh they stayed I guess it was in London last week but they stayed over there for two weeks uh, because they had back-to-back games. But, um, yeah, so Baltimore-Tennessee would be a a game to check out. Uh, that should be interesting. That should be a good game, 9.30 a.m. Uh, London. And uh, you got Washington-Atlanta. We talked about that with Boss Hog. Uh, Washington need this. They need this win. Minnesota-Chicago, two bad teams. Uh, Minnesota, you know, they pile up the yards. They don't score enough points. Seattle-Cincinnati, San Francisco at Cleveland. Who knows? I mean, San Francisco at Cleveland, this game could be a blowout, or, you know, Cleveland can actually make this game competitive. Uh, They do have a pretty good defense. So, but... We'll see. Carolina, Miami, uh, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. think that's going to be a really good one o'clock game. Uh, New Orleans at Houston. That could possibly be a good game as well. Uh, Houston has been playing really good uh, football this season. Uh, the rookie is playing pretty good, really good at the quarterback position. So, uh, you know, they could be Pretty good. Uh head I forget the head coach name now. Uh but he he's doing good over there. Uh New England, Las Vegas. That's these are the four o'clock games. Uh Arizona, Los Angeles. Philadelphia, New York, uh Detroit at Tampa, and then you got New York at Buffalo. The, for the uh, Sunday night game and then a Monday night game, Dallas and Los Angeles. Listen, the 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 Chargers, the uh, LA Chargers. Primetime may regret giving Dallas so many uh primetime games if they don't start performing. You can see, you can see some games get flexed. What is Dallas' record? Oh, they're three and two. But uh, these last. They lost to the Arizona Cardinals, and they got drummed 42 10 by San Francisco. Chargers could easily beat them. Uh, Rams could beat them. Uh, Eagles probably will beat them. Uh, You know, Giants, divisional game, anything can happen. Panthers. Listen, Cowboys looking at probably a 500 season. These are the last four uh the last month six weeks of the season you got seahawks, eagles, Bills, Dolphins. That could be four losses. Lions, that could be another loss. Commanders. When is Dallas uh Thanksgiving? Let's see. Thanksgiving. Commanders. Yep. So the Dallas Thanksgiving game against uh Washington. Alright, so we talked about the the games. Now we're gonna go to the matchups. So my pen skin, pick 'em. Uh, I'm pretty good this season. I'm just letting y'all know. Um, where's my where's my picks? So I'm just gonna pick it. I got Kansas City tomorrow night. I already explained that. Uh, Baltimore Ravens at Tennessee. Tennessee's been struggling, but I'm going to take Tennessee. Uh, I'm going to pick the uh, Washington Commanders over the Falcons. I'm going to take uh, the Minnesota Vikings over the Bears. I'm going to take Cincinnati over uh, Seattle. Uh, obviously, 49ers over the Browns. Dolphins over the Panthers. Uh, I'm gonna take Jacksonville over Indianapolis, Saints over Houston. Even though I want to pick Houston, but you know, Saints. Uh, Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders over New England. I think the Patriots are in trouble. Uh, I got the Giants over the Bucks. I got the Rams over the Cardinals. Eagles over the Jets. Um Bills over the Giants and I got Chargers over Dallas. So those are my picks. Um there. All right, so we're going to go to um, my college picks because I do college picks as well. Um, so we're going to take uh, Georgia Southern over James Madison. Uh, let me give me Oregon over Washington. These, these are college picks. Um, Tennessee over Texas A&M. All right. uh, Let's see. We got – I'm going to take Oklahoma State over Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, let's think Marshall over Georgia State. Um, I'm going to take Notre Dame over USC. Uh, Carolina Tar Heels over the Hurricanes. How many picks I got left? Three. Uh, Kentucky over Missouri. Oregon State over UCLA. Then you got uh, Duke over NC State, so those are my college college picks. All right, so those are the picks. Oh, all right, so. Saying I can't make my picks. I'm going to match them piss. Hmm. Hmm. So let see. Let's see if I can submit these now. Nah. Nope. Hey. See, pick nope. Number of entries for this challenge is five. Man, they ain't even got the picks up here. (coughs) (coughs) Hmm. All right. Well, You won't give me my picks right now. Oh, shoot. Hold on. I'm on the wrong week. Hold on. October fourth, there we go. Now nah, let's see. Nope, still. It won't let me uh enter. Oh well. All right, so I guess I can't get these to work, so I'm gonna just use another link to uh, make these, these bracket here. Don't let me take it. Oh, well. Well, with that being said, uh we gonna get out of here for this week. I thought I'd be able to do my college picks, but it's not allowed me for some reason. So um you know what we'll do is you know, sometime between now and Sunday, uh we will do you know, Bucks talk on their upcoming game. And possibly, you know, a little bit of a, uh, you know, luck. But, um, yeah, it won't let me do my thing, so it's all good. But uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, we at the end here. But uh, real quick, I want to thank William Graves for coming on, debuting his, uh, his new show, Sports Kitchen. I uh, want to send a shout-out to Mr. Nicholas Lane for calling in, talking some NBA. Uh, it's always great to have him on, talk NBA. And uh, boss hall Sean Naylor for uh, also coming on. And uh, talking a little bit of NBA and football. So uh, we'll be back here, you know, next Sunday. Um, and we'll, you know, we'll bring you the best days of sports talking entertainment for the Rat Pack Sports Show. So with that being said, uh, we're going to get out of here. But if you want to follow us on YouTube, uh, Rat Pack Sports. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, our group and like page. Just type in Rat Pack Sports. Uh, we should pop up there as well. Uh, uh, shoot, what's the other one? Uh, I can't remember it now. So... But we'll be here, and uh, appreciate bossaw for calling in as well and uh, giving us a little bit before he had to go. so with that being said uh, tomorrow night uh, make sure you tune into the game as I said we're gonna try to do some video stuff quick clips and uh, post them on the on the pages for everybody to view to view them if they need be so uh, yeah. But that's gonna do it for us here. Uh, appreciate everybody tuning in, and uh, we will catch you on the flip side. This is Rap Passport Show signing out for this week. We will see you on the other side. Peace.